Jeff. Hey, Jeff. I love you, Jeff. Somebody said to Jeff this week on Survivor <laughs> season 40, Winners at War. Who doesn't love Jeff? I think when we got to the challenge, the second challenge of the episode, Jeff seemed like he had a parka waiting for him. And I think most of the contestants hated Jeff in that moment. We need to discuss, but let's start at the very beginning. Welcome All right. to another episode of Hey Jeff. Um, for the last time, an episode starts with me writing down, meanwhile, on Fart Island. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. My first thing that I noticed was finally... The GD merge is what I wrote down. Oh yeah, finally. I also wrote finally in all caps. And didn't you like when the, when every single contestant was together on screen? Weren't you like, holy shit? There's so many people on this cast. Oh yeah, and I still kind of don't know who half these people are. I think I'm beginning yeah. to figure it out. I think there's a there's a couple randos we but we had a nice little like in media res moment on Fart Island. Parv doing yoga. I enjoyed mm. that. Shirtless yeah. Yule doing his business. Enjoyed that as well. Sure. Hot, the hottest tribe, arguably. Shit Island. Loser Island. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, seeing a people... So watching this challenge that they all had to do to get back into, like, possible Winter Island, I just was like, poor Natalie. Not for... Um, being like alone on the island because she was like oh people have kids and people have like wives and I'm all alone she said something like that I didn't feel bad for that but I felt bad because like again I forgot she existed and she just pops out out of nowhere wearing those purple pants and then she loses like what kind of arc yeah she yeah she's been there the longest I mean I would like to be alone on an island for a day like she was alone for a day Give me a break. Yeah. Like there's plenty of people there, including I'm sure camera people and sound people. Yeah. The you don't mis- actually have to be there alone. Mysteriously hot English I'm actually, nurse. I feel like I'm a survivor truther in that I think the first again, you know, I'm watching the first season. The first season of Survivor was the real shit. Oh yeah. That was like literally bugs were living in Colleen's legs. <laughs> like it was just <laughs> disgusting it's and they show it it's so gross but now i'm like i'm not convinced that they don't put up the first contestant at loser island at some friggin airbnb <laughs> a couple vlogs south i'm not convinced I, i'm just not well for the last time thankfully we're you know we're not going to fart island but do they well, still live there? Does the jury live on Crap Island still? I asked that at the end of this episode. I was like, wait, does he have to go live all alone there now? <laughs> no, I think the other... I mean, I, I'm not sure if the jury lives on Crap Island too. Or like they get to be... You know, it's interesting that the jury gets to participate in... Well, every single contestant gets to participate. That's great that there's a giant jury. Yeah, and it's great it's, that they get to actually see the tribal, tribal councils. That's fine with me. I want to know, do they still live on Crap Island? Do they get hotels or like a house or something like that? Do they still they look, starve? I don't know. They look like they have access to electricity. They all have a mirror and electricity. I think they get to go stay at the Airbnb. Uh, so, shocking, wait, shocking facts from this episode. Yeah. Tyson has kids. Yeah, isn't he religious? 
oh, okay. I guess that explains it. <laughs> but I was just like, that to me, that just was a bombshell. I thought he's like Mormon or something like that. You know, like oh. one of those fun Mormons. He's like, I'm cool. Look at me. I do a backflip. I know also, them. I love them. Don't drink also, coffee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I just wanted to bring something up. At one point during our podcast, you called Rob a big gorilla. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure he, between last week and this week, he lost like 20 pounds. It was all water weight. It was all yeah, water what weight. He, he genuinely went from being like pleasantly, pleasantly plump, you know, a dad bod to this, this episode, his shirt was hanging off of him and his, he just looked so thin. It was, that was only 19 days, two and a half weeks. Yeah, but I'm not, it wasn't even from the beginning of the season to now. It was from last week to this week. So what uh, the hell happened? He was on shit island. <laughs> yeah. Eating shit. All that running for those keys. Gotta gotta walk up the mountain to get a cup of rice. No, thank you. Well, I would yeah. run up the mountain for the rice. I love rice. That's what happened. He went. He was going up and down that mountain. So just snaps for him. He's looking very tight. Snaps um, for production. They give everybody a new buff in this time of coronavirus. Good to have. Officially good to have something to cover your 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 nose and your mouth. Very chic. Very chic. Um. Should they issue every American a buff? Yes. <laughs> we should all get one in the mail. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's deducted from my twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Give me eleven hundred give me eleven ninety-five <laughs> and give me a survivor buff. Um, so just Tyson one, can we can say Tyson one. There is a lot to talk about. <laughs> here this looks horrible both competitions this episode i was like oh what hell rob gives a weird speech about like how he deserves this more and the speech was a not i don't even remember really i, I think just, i tuned him out i think i was too focused on his physical his body you know what i was focused I on oh sure what? sure the the competition is nearing an end and then all of a sudden, you better be ready. <laughs> it's coming for you. What was that song? I noticed that too. I think it's Sia. Because Sia's like a huge Survivor fan. No idea. Sia, like, I, I read this Good somewhere. Sia is such a big Survivor fan that when she like has a favorite and they don't win, she just sends them like a million dollars. Sia like has taken the survivor into her own hands and is like, I am God and I get to choose the winner. I swear. I, I swear that that's true. How would Sia do on a season of Survivor? Fabulous. Because she's the master of disguise. Yep. She's got that little cousin <laughs> it over her face. Don't know what she's thinking. Don't know where she's looking. If it wasn't Sia, I have no idea what that was. It was like Jeff Probst has a new girlfriend. And she was like, mm, I have a singing career. <laughs> like, it was just that weird, like, <sighs> indie pop, like, female vocal thing where, like, 
the words are sort of mispronounced, even though it's very basic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very so basic I think it words. Was, yeah, it was either Sierra or Charlie XCX. Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> well, just name people. Dua Lipa. Um, yeah. Oh, Dua Lipa having a great, great time right now. Um, <laughs> Camilla Cabello. Camilla Cabello. Yes. She also <laughs> holed up with Sean Mendez. I'm just naming people. But those are all real people. And I'm actually very proud of you for knowing all that. Camilla those. Cabello is quarantining with Sean Mendez. Yeah. And they go on little like meditation walks every day. But the meditation walks, they look so weird. They're like, they have their eyes closed as they're walking and their hands are over their heart. And oh, it's like very freaky. I couldn't, I would not recognize Sean Mendez if I saw him. Um, do you know who Ben Affleck is quarantining with? Oh, I know who Ben Affleck is not quarantining with. He's Jennifer out walking Garner. on the streets with, no, he's not quarantining. He's out walking the streets, posing for the It's paparazzi. LA, everyone's walking around. Yeah, he's, I saw the TikTok. Where the guy said, apparently, and we're really building up who the girl is. She apparently she was on the phone and she went, "Okay, Rodrigo, we're ready." And then they they went out they went out of the car and posed for the paparazzi. So, Ana de Armas of breakout star of Knives Out, Golden Globe nominee, deservedly so. She was great. She was great. So she's on the phone with the pop and she's like, we're ready. She said, okay, Rodrigo, we're ready. Rodrigo is the name of a paparazzi guy, yes. if I've ever heard yes. one. Yes. <laughs> and so he's then they roll back. He's got long hair. He's Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> they roll back the van. They jump out. They have their little dogs for their walk. Millions of people are out of work. I'm... She, I mean, good for her. Get your money. I mean, get, get that bag. Like, it's weird that Ben is, like, diving back into the, like, front page relationship sort of thing. It is weird. You think after a, multiple crash crashes and burns that he would just want to, like, date the old woman that Keanu Reeves is dating? <laughs> She is not an old woman. She's age appropriate. She's still younger than him. They're both old. They're in their <laughs> early 50s. You think that Ben in this time of national, <laughs> wor nay, worldwide, <laughs> worldwide crisis, bag. Ben is like, all right, we're really going to go take walks to Starbucks for, you know, for a hundred grand, a, a pick from, you know, People Mag or whatever. It's very, it's like, it just shows that these celebs need attention. They're going insane without it. Usually they're on set. People are pampering them. Makeup is being applied. Hair is being touched up. And now they're just at home with their significant others or alone. And they're like realizing that their lives have no meaning without attention. <laughs> We're officially on a tangent. We will get back to Survivor, <laughs> but I have a lot of stuff to say. God bless the film, the video editors of America. Yes. Every company the last two weeks has mobilized. Like, I keep seeing the same ad for Burger King where it's like, hi. It's just some guy wearing a Burger King uniform. <laughs> hey, I know you're not thinking of Burger King right now. No, I'm never thinking of Burger King. <laughs> 
It's like, but we're here for you. And every single ad, CVS, Walmart, Burger King, Domino's, they none of them say coronavirus. None of them say COVID-19. They're all just saying, like, in our current health situation, like, we're here for you. It's like, we know, know what the situation a- is. Everybody's dying. Yeah, there was a um a, a Twitter video that went viral that I saw where it was like every brand right now. Oh, I saw like, that. Yeah, yeah. It's basically in our like sometimes the world can be dark, but that's why Clorox is teaming up with One World Hunger. <laughs> like, there were so many ads. Oh, there was a great ad for some like country cma festival thing that cb of course cbs is putting together and it's like right carrie underwood reba mcintyre they're all there they're all doing vertical selfie video and they're all like <laughs> strumming a chord on their guitar and they're like we'll see you thursday night i you know i'm really not gonna watch like two hour special of country stars like recording themselves in vertical video and broadcast on, on like widescreen. Oh my god, I'm offended. I, I like subscribe to the Skims calendar. The Don't Skim even is like this is. newsletter. The Skim is a newsletter about you know the news. Women. No, it's about the news. Okay. Uh, it's it just so happens to be written by women, but they have a really great <laughs> calendar. <laughs> they have a really great, great calendar that just like sends you important happenings in the world. And then, and I checked it one day and I saw a new event was added to my calendar. That was James Corden doing a concert at night. And I was disgusted. Well, it should only Get be at that night. Out like, of here. Then you can light him properly. And then, <laughs> by the way, I watched a movie the other day called Cats. <gasps> Wait, save that for after. Let's All finish right. Survivor and then talk about it. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay. Lots of cord and thoughts. Oh my Just God. A preview I'm, for later. I'm so excited. All right, let's 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 get through stupid Survivor. Okay. <laughs> you better so. be ready. It's coming <laughs> for you. All right. Tyson wins. Did the peanut butter strategy pay off? We don't know yet. I mean, he won. He won the he didn't win Survivor. I mean, is he still going through that that dirty old jar of peanut butter <laughs> with his sandy clams? <laughs> I don't know, but I guess maybe it did give him the power to succeed. But yeah, he's back. There is no stopping him. He's back. They don't they don't know what's going to hit him. And then we met a new character this week that I had never Who? considered before. A new person named Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah, he's been around. <laughs> Has he? I know Wendell, but so Wendell and Jeremy, they're like, yeah, we're together at last. Two bros. We were friends before this. And I was like, who the hell is Jeremy? Where has he been? So good uh, for him for getting some screen time. He was on the same tribe as Tony for a few, for a hot minute. I don't remember who was on any tribe together anymore. I'm I'm glad I can forget what who was on Decal and Sele and Yorumba. <laughs> <laughs> got one of those this week yeah we did we got one at the very end um so so then they all have to fight for immunity for the tribal council and this challenge this endurance challenge looked absolutely ridiculous oh i love well i love an endurance challenge 
as Same. Big Brother aficionados, this is ostensibly a Big Brother podcast. That's our main season. This is our off season. Right. Love a good, uh, you know, endurance comp. Pouring rain. And Sophie... So, like, I loved this shot because it was, like, all of the women in tiny little, like, bikini two-pieces. And the men were all in, like, long cargo shorts, long-sleeved shirts. Jeff, as you said, was yucking it up. He was like, you guys look cold over there. You <laughs> know those Sophie. things that you buy for your gloves or your boots? Like, they come in a little mm. plastic bag, you open it up, and, like, it activates them, and you stick them in your boot or whatever. You're from Toronto. Yes. You know. Oh, I know all about it. That guy's got a duct tape to his torso i mean it was free it, it seemed freezing and it's pouring rain and sophie is literally turning blue and she, she's not she's not a she's not a big woman no and i didn't understand why any of the women couldn't have been like oh you know what pause let me just put on a shirt real quick she had a sweater after she yeah, fell off by, the thing by the time they were up there they got i think they producers had to have been like this is not a good look <laughs> no. we don't want you to we don't want you to actually die so <laughs> please take this shirt i but i for the first time was actually really noticing the clothing a lot this episode because of how cold yeah. it was and like wendell has this like thick fleece like shacket mm. <laughs> look nice yeah um, nick is always wearing a like blazer that you would wear at a country club <laughs> <laughs> yes that is a, a look a it's choice. like he showed up to the dinner club at the at the country club but didn't have a jacket but it's jacket only so they're like <laughs> well you can take this one it's four sizes too big for you but it's for it's for situations like these smelly yeah <laughs> but i'd like to have that on the island for sure i know well because you don't picture it being cold right you're you're not thinking of that, but here's a question for you. Yeah. So this endurance challenge is them just hanging onto a pole for dear life. Uh-huh. And there's a couple little wooden like slits in the pole where maybe one big toe can fit. And it's just a, it's a vertical pole. My question is, cause they all start at the top. Yeah. How the hell do they get up there? I think out of, I thought about this. I think out <laughs> of fairness, how many people were there? 12. Out of fairness, they had 12 PAs with 12 ladders, and they all ascended the ladders at the same exact time, got set, and then they removed the ladders, and then they were all there. And they, the, through the magic of digital editing technology, check that out the country magic. music concert on Thursday night or whatever. Yeah. They got Brooks and Dunn. They are not in the same place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, that's my guess. Like, I don't have a crane I think or whatever. A good guess. I would I imagine, thought, in fairness, like, they have to get up there at the same time. Yeah, totally. It was just—it's so funny because the whole thing is like it's really hard to stay up there. But how the hell would you get up there in the first place? But so they're out there. They're struggling. How long do you think it could last on this one? Less than one minute. I think I think I would hop off the ladder, hop onto it, and then be like, oh, shit. <laughs> and just I would do what Michelle did, which is like barely hang on and fall down a giant amount <laughs> so much that Jeff was Jeff was legitimately concerned. Jeff steps down from his ivory tower 
warm <laughs> heated tower to actually be like, do we need to get the hot doctor in there? Do you think when Jeff is not on camera, he's constantly in a little like Pope mobile, you know, like a, bu- a bubble of just heated and he has people bringing him delicious beverages. I believe he's being fed grapes off like straight from the mm-hmm. vine. Yes. Um, I bet he's like, I mean, I bet at this point he's got like a pretty intense writer. I bet he's yeah. working out a lot. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he's getting some golf in. <laughs> yeah listen we gotta do call sign at 10 because daddy popes has got to hit some links it's like because it's like every two or three days is a tribal council and they do the competition the same day because it's like we'll see you tonight at tribal council so right. he doesn't do anything for one or two days in the middle like maybe they'll be yeah. like this episode there will be a like return challenge you know for yeah. Fart Island the day before but it's like <laughs> he can hop on a little boat they're in Fiji they said they're in Fiji right I'm sure there are golf courses for rich people in Fiji oh I'm yeah sure he can there's hop on a little, much to do little puddle jumper just mm-hmm. you know get some golf in drink a smart water meet some out. Aussie babes Australians love to go to Fiji Oh yeah, Australians do. They 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 vacation throughout that area. It's closer yeah. to where their country is. Wow. Well, good to good to know that Jeff's being taken care of. But here's a question. Yeah. Is Denise the new queen? Yes, in that she'll probably be voted off in the next like three <laughs> episodes. I mean, so Denise stayed on last, so she got immunity, and Jeremy got immunity for the guys. Which was after, we didn't even mention the weird final supper thing that they had. Like, so after Tyson the wins, feast? That feast? after Tyson wins, they go back, and I thought they got back to camp, and they had left, like, watermelons and guavas and pineapples and stuff out for him. No, it yeah. was this little, like, two logs with a bunch <laughs> of stuff in the middle of a trail, and then they start having these sort of you know, in Big Brother, like when it finally gets to final three and they have the champagne breakfast and it's like, yes. hey, whoever. Hey, Jackson, remember on day 14 when this happened? I do. And it's just a clip show like it had major clip show vibes. To it. Totally. I wrote down yummy feast, but I didn't. I was like, I guess we can skip over this. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah, well, but yeah it looks delicious. The only thing to say out of it was that people were asking Denise about what happened to Sandra and she's like, Oh, I murked her. I got that. Mm. I got her with two immunity idols. That was amazing. And she was just amazing with us. And I feel like people are still underestimating her. I think if she did not win immunity, I think she would have been I think she probably would have been one of the people potentially voted out. But maybe now she can slide under the radar. We'll see. In a normal season of a thing potentially like big brother kind of all you need is like a week to like, if you get that immunity or you get Mm -hmm. that HOH or your, your bestie gets that HOH. Like all you need is like one, one full session, one full round of the game to advance. And you can kind of like lower your radar a bit, but like these people are playing way too fucking hard. They know it's like, they all explicitly (sighs) are saying, I want to go after the, person who with the best chance of winning the game yeah it's enjoyable yeah I like it's that. great it, it's great i've never really seen anything like it 
because yeah. it only because it only makes sense. It's so new to us. <laughs> um, so, so finally, a tribal. Oh, we got some stuff before tribal. All right, tell me, tell me. So, we come back after the comp. Sophie's got a, a, a like a great J Crew jacket, a sweater. Um, thank god thank god (laughs) and they're kind of discussing who it's going to be is it going to be it seems like it's going to be nick could be adam who i figured out adam's got buscemi energy and i'm here for it adam i love he's i'm rooting for him and i kind of am come i think nick's a little cutie oh yeah he's got this weird thing like you can't tell if he's actually southern or like doing a fake southern thing i don't know <laughs> yeah i like it he's wearing his father's dinner jacket, jacket I, don't, yeah. I don't completely understand his vibe but he's he seems all right by I me yeah I, I don't want to go on his instagram he's probably shooting an elephant in the head or whatever and i don't i don't oh yeah I don't 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 tell me i don't want to know no um so it's like this nick thing maybe adam maybe wendell when Jeremy, the guy who you just found out about, he's yeah. like, I want to work with Wendell. He's my man. Like, yeah. kiss of death. Like, don't, like, <laughs> don't say that you want to work with someone. <laughs> he's my best friend. <laughs> like, immediately. And then they say this thing about how Nick has just been awkwardly sliding into conversations. And he's just oh like, got this like hyena energy. And there's just like a great, bunch of things it's just a Such bunch a of scenes of him so good i felt bad for him because i'm like isn't this how you just like if you're at a party if you're at a party remember when parties yeah. existed i don't because i probably haven't even been to a party since before this whole rona thing started yeah you're at a party with like 15 people you just walk up to it, you you're like oh i'm gonna go grab a drink grab a drink and then you walk up to a new group of people and you've just sort of get that's what I felt that he was doing, but apparently he was freaking everybody out. I mean, the way it would be like the camera's on three people and suddenly Nick's there and the camera has to like recalibrate every time. It was so good. It was so well done. Uh, oh, yeah, that that was I, I really got a lot of enjoyment out of that. And uh, now I feel bad about every time I try to talk to people. No, I mean, don't just, it's beautiful memories now. You'll never talk to anyone memories. again. Memories. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Later. So you're right. So there's a lot of trickery afoot and everyone thinks, uh, well, uh, they think that Michelle, Jeremy, and Wendy think they have a strong case against Adam and that Adam's out of here. Yeah. And that's what they go into tribal doing. Adam's a little nervous. He's persnickety. He's, he's he's got Buscemi vibes. He's got yeah. like Reservoir Dogs. Like I'm out for me, and I and everybody knows it, and I know it, and I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna say that I'm very nervous in this situation. Yeah, you know. So I I like Adam. I do too. He's. I think I said last episode he's my favorite to win. I think, but um, but so. We start reading the votes, and finally, because the past couple times I was hoping that Wendell would go, because he's so rude to Michelle, Wendell gets out of here. And even Michelle, I think uh, when the, when the merge happened and everybody was sort of like taking taking uh, taking stock of each other, checking in, like just getting a little bit of a reset on what is going on in the game. Someone, I, I, maybe it was Tyson, 
goes up to Michelle and is like, hey, what's going on? You know, you know what what's going on with uh, who you're aligned with? And she's like, yeah, I'm closest with Wendell. It's like, you were fucking fighting with him, like, two weeks Love ago. Love yourself, <laughs> like, sis. But then again, it's better the devil you know, right? I guess so. That's the part. I mean, and then at the end of it, first of all, if my name is getting pulled out of the jar first, I know I'm safe. Because mm. it is not random the pieces of paper in there are not randomly shuffled. No. The producers see who votes for everyone and then they reorganize them in because it was probably a unanimous Most vote. dramatic order. Well, it was probably a unanimous vote. I could look and see right now who who um No. No. It was three for it was three for Adam. It was Michelle, Wendell, and Jeremy for Adam, and then everyone else for Wendell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what my assumption was about this even though they don't show everybody's votes or anything but uh yeah um it's kind of sucked because like i was expecting wenzel to go the last few episodes i almost wish he i almost wish he would have gone out in like a bigger he kind of went out with a whimper after sort of sticking on for maybe a couple weeks longer than he should have and i loved the whispering on the other side of the fire though like all the people from loser island i loved them being like oh do, do, do. peas and carrots peas and carrots like, <laughs> <laughs> they, they were having a great time yeah um it it was yeah that was that was good how they i really want to know how they shoot those tribal councils because you have like you have jeff probes and now you have 19 fucking people there and they have pretty good like close-ups on people's everybody's faces and there's like some there's a lot of just feels like there's like 20 cameras there i don't know how they shoot this whole thing it's possible i mean they have a ton of money (laughs) they do (laughs) um so by wendell and then like he gives his fire tokens to michelle and jeremy and goes to extinction where the hell is he going i think they're just like having the it it always ends on that same shot it's like he has to walk off to that little table put the little little coins little little treasure chest (laughs) and then he walks off to the thing and they just always have that same i mean i I don't know it's more dramatic if he's like walking off to that like desolate beach rather than just going and sitting next to the other losers (laughs) yeah it's like on bachelor when like the guy dumps them and then gets into a helicopter and leaves them on a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what an episode. Can't wait for next week. Now let's get to the real meat. Cats. Meow. Did you see cats? I saw it in theaters. Did you see like a rowdy screening or like a normal screening or a normal My screening? My screening that was. It? My screening was normal and it turned rowdy because everyone was there for the right reasons. Did you see it the weekend it came out? No, we saw it like a month. Like we saw it probably the last week it was in theaters <laughs> because we waited so long. And it was during it was in January because I remember I was doing dry January. So I was completely stone cold sober for it. Um, it was. It, it <laughs> my first thoughts are like <laughs> this movie is First of all, truly like disgusting to look at. Like it is repulsive. Both the effects, like just how they like put the people's faces on the bodies or puts the bodies on the faces. I don't know. It just didn't look good. 
and how uh-huh. much of that movie is like going through trash and like licking each other's balls <laughs> and like it's just grotesque. It was just a grotesque film. <laughs> I want you to walk me through. When did you watch this? Last night? Uh, last last Saturday, a week from today. I want you to walk me through your process. You're sitting at home. It's quarantine. You've already watched a bunch of stuff. Tiger King. You're looking. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at um, iTunes, and you're like, no. "I've got twenty bucks to spend." Incorrect. No. Okay. <laughs> Incorrect. All right. Go ahead. Incorrect. So, uh, some of my best friends who live in New York, by the way, uh, we, I mean, we've been some of my best friends since college, uh, including. You know, one of them was my roommate when I lived in New York, um, just very much into watching terrible movies together and like just MSKing it. Yeah. So Cats came out and we kind of were on a text thread like definitely going to MST3K this. I was planning on going to New York next month. Anyways, obviously not happening. So um, we did it virtually. One of them acquired uh, an extra legally, a copy of Cats, and <laughs> sent me a Google Drive link, and we all we all watched a, a complimentary version of <laughs> of Cats. Uh, you know, streaming to our TVs, and we set up just like a little hang a Google Hangout sesh, so we could all hear each other and make fun of it. All right. Well, that's good to know. That's interesting. I truly thought you sat alone. You'd watched everything there was to watch and you were like, well, guess I'll watch Cats. <laughs> um, did I, I made a promise to myself to not watch Cats sober, but mm. I, I didn't make I, I didn't make a promise to myself to not watch it alone. But I probably should. I, I, I wasn't going to watch it alone. I was going to watch well, it with somebody. Let me just say I completely disagree with you. I thought the cats were gorgeous. I thought the way they moved their bodies was absolutely stunning. And <laughs> I was very impressed by the dancing. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure Didn't all the think- people that were that they cast were very good professional. I mean, there were a lot of people in that. All the people who were not like celebrities yeah. were shooting their shots. Oh my god! Super hard. Yes, they're like Mr. Mistopheles, the the main cat guy who kind of does the really magic have a, cat. Yeah, he's like, fabulous. The the two like the brother and sister cat or whatever. Yes, little rascals. These people are never going to be in a film again. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be happy to be on fucking Broadway, you know. In their, sure. their, yeah, if Broadway comes back, yeah, I I <laughs> admired the people like the the people who were probably literally top of their class in like either West End or Broadway, and who were like cat number four. Meanwhile, we have <laughs> Rebel Wilson literally farting her way through the fucking movie. That was my least. I'm we're aligned because my least favorite parts were Rebel Wilson and James Corden. I really thought they brought down the whole movie. Even Taylor Swift, I thought was fun. I thought that Rebel and James Corden just thought they were so funny and so above it. 
and like, oh, I'm gaining to be in this movie dressed as a fat cat. Look at me. I have something to say to James Corden. What's that? Let's transport ourselves back before the Rona, before mm. Parasite won Best Picture. Mm. I think it was sometime last year. I might be wrong. James Corden goes on his television program and he talks about fat shaming and he gives oh. a, an impassioned monologue about being fat shamed as a kid, about not feeling comfortable in his skin because he's fat and how it's not fair to fuck fat people. First of all, he's right. Don't make fun of fat okay. people. Second of I all, don't go play the fucking Mr. Fat Cat in the whole thing where all the jokes <laughs> are fat and stupid and disgusting you are. Now you suck <laughs> all the flesh off fish because you're fat. Like, if it's not funny to make fun of fat people, don't do a, mo a horrible movie where the whole joke is that you're fat. It's like the Eddie Murphy clumps thing. GTFO. Pick a lane, James Corden. Yeah, I wasn't I didn't hate them in the movie because they're both large. I hated them because of their attitudes. <laughs> they're well, they're not very funny or whatever. Yeah, I don't I didn't think they were funny and I hated Rebel Wilson's song. I would hate it if anyone did that song. So, that's all. I, that's all. What what that that gets me into is like the problem with this there's many problems with this movie. Many problems, but many there's wonderful things as well. Yes, we can get into that. <laughs> the problem with this movie is that it doesn't have a very high ceiling because the actual musical fucking sucks. Okay, Most so of the songs suck. There no. is no plot. It is, it is an endless string of fucking gibberish songs. It, You're it's wrong. not a good musical. Are there some no. good songs in there? Are there some bangers? For sure. Yes. For sure. There's like three. The best song is do 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 do. What a song is that? It's the verse. It's like the overture. It's so good. I mean, it is so good. And then, um, and then I love the song where he's like trying to make magic and Mr. Mistopheles. Good song. Yes, that. That's so good. Skimble Shanks, the railway cat. The oh, best so part good. of the damn movie. <laughs> so good. But you're wrong in that I I thought the way you thought before I saw the movie, because I never saw the theater show. Oh, and good. I was just like, why would I see it? All those songs suck. <laughs> but after I saw the movie, I was like, actually, all those songs are great. These songs, no, most of the songs suck. And the big dance when they're all dancing because they want to go to the heavy side lair in the middle of the movie. Ugh, beautiful. I'm not a big uh, Andy Lloyd Webb's fan. I just think mm. his, I think his musicals are just like garish and the and the songs are just like not good. I'm also mm. like not a big fan of like music from the 80s. And it's like very 80s. It's but I think it's fun 80s. It's. Like that song I was singing, it's the very first song where it's like, do, 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 That it's very, um, what's that instrument? It's not a keyboard. synth? But it's, yeah, it's very synth. It's so fun. Um, and I just, I thought the main cat, the one, Victoria, I thought she was very beautiful, very sensual. And I liked that they were all horny for each other. I thought that was very fun. I didn't like it. 
I I needed less horniness. Although it gave me something to like be it's just between how much of the movie like takes place inside of a literal trash can and how mm-hmm. much like belching and eating bugs and stuff there was and like how horny they all were. I just yes. it it was just very off putting to me and the music sucked. I just didn't realize that cats, because I assume this is rooted in truth, this musical. I didn't realize that cats ate that many bugs. I don't know. Aren't I've never cats picky owned... eaters. I but they're but they're hunters. Yeah. I've never had a cat, so I wouldn't know. I've never had a cat either. And then that was the other kind of weird. This is another off part for me. Was the because I didn't know where this movie was going to end. I don't know where we were going. And then at the very end. So I thought it would be over when Jennifer Hudson, when Jennifer Hudson goes to the heavy side layer and it's but like no. so great. And then, but then no. Judy Dench, then Judy Dench turns to camera and said, listen up. For a solid 90 minutes. <laughs> she, she was like, here's what you might think that that's what this movie was about. Actually, the real lesson here is that cats and dogs are different. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was just that was truly wild. I would recommend to people. Uh, there's a really great YouTuber. Her name is Lindsay Ellis, and she does really, really incredible, um, like uh, es- like video essays on films. She did. <laughs> uh, we're taping this on Saturday afternoon. On Friday, yesterday, she posted an hour long deconstruction of the movie Cats, and it was very, very good, very funny. Uh, so I'd recommend people check that out. Um, oh, my God. So if you want to just revisit Cats, the history of Cats. I do. Like the first half is like how the the musical came together and some some other musical adaptations that it's compared to. And second half is a lot about just breaking down the movie Cats. It's it's rough. I just like I read all these reviews of Cats where they were like, oh, it's boring. And it, like they wanted it to be so bad. It was good, but it was just wasn't. And I completely disagreed. I had a great time. My theater was cheering and hooting and hollering. And I left with a big smile on my face singing that song. I was singing Mr. Mistopheles for a solid four days. Um, should we get into some questions and comments? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> from Phil of Nine, yes, that effing racist music on Survivor. Can they at least source where they got the tribal music and sound effects <laughs> from? No, they cannot. <laughs> um, That's so great. thank you so much for that, Phil of Nine. We agree. <laughs> <laughs> from Emmanuel Eliz, which past season of Survivor do you think you could have won and why? Wow, such None a good question. <laughs> no, I think I... Uh, no, actually, you're right. I was going to say I could have won season one, but that's if I thought I could survive season one, which I actually couldn't because I could not live with getting... Colleen's legs get so disgusting I mean, it really was. I can't believe she didn't sue CBS. It was so gross. And they're filming it. So she has all this proof. But I just think because so many of the players on season one of Survivor were just like, I don't want to be in an alliance. I don't want to play the game that way. I just want to vote out people who, you know, I think aren't fun. (laughs) Like, There's literally one guy who's like, the way I'm going to vote is by alphabet. So like, 
your name starts with A, you're out this week. Like it was so stupid. So before pre-strategy. Yeah, it really was. Um, I don't know. I don't really know. I have not obviously watched enough seasons of Survivor to really know. Maybe millennials. I don't know. Maybe I would have beaten Adam. Seems like he's pasty and not in great shape. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. He's squirrely. He has like a secret reserve of energy, I think. Um, from Lexi Center, a potential summer without Big Brother. Do you think BB will happen or is it too risky? One, their ratings, I would think, would be very high as nothing else is going on live-wise. And two, live feeds would also be high traffic. So this crossed my mind this week, actually. I was chatting about it with my husband and I'm very concerned and upset because I don't think it's going to happen. And this will be the first summer and I don't know how long where I, we haven't had Big Brother. And that's a very depressing thought to me. I actually think it would happen. You do? I how? think because of the isolation, I think it's, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously there's concerns about staffing the show. You know, you kind of need like three shifts of camera people, of producers, of sound people, um, you know, of PAs and stuff. Uh, how do you how do you know that those people aren't in the rare interactions with the guests, the house guests? How do you know they're not passing on something like, all right, you get 16 people, you stick the Q-tip up their nose, you make sure that they're good. I don't not right. want that test, by the way. Does not oh, sound pleasant. Oh, I don't pleasant. care. Oh, I think it's fine. You, you're into body horror. <laughs> well, I'm just like, I saw somewhere where it was like, all men are saying how horrible it sounds and how they don't want to do it. And all, not all, but like a lot of women are like, uh, I've given birth. <laughs> like, it's probably not going to be that bad. So it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's um, probably fine. But I, I think they're also developing other tests. Anyways, I think the... I think the fact that it is essentially a quarantine show already is uh, helps. I believe also this week was the end of the video submissions for BB22. I did not submit anything. Maybe I still have. <gasps> maybe I still have 24 hours. We can check. Um, I I think um, I don't know. I I think they would have to make it like a show within a show. In it's like all those three shifts of people working, as you said, they would also, they would all have to get tested and they would all have to live together and not be able to leave and just work and then build their own like Olympic village community where the only people they see is each other. And then they'd go sh uh, shoot Big Brother for and then their they eight make hours. And a reality show about those people, the production yes. crew for that also. Yes in their own larger Olympic village, also quarantined. I think we are about to, basically all these shows that are about to come out are like, you know, all these shows that are wrapping up their seasons of, you know, broadcast television shows, they're all going to like abruptly end. Like shows don't shoot their finales and have everything in the can like months in advance. It's usually pretty much pretty down to the wire, how production works. And like without sports, Without new episodes of The Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob Hart's Abishola. <laughs> Isn't Abishola a healthcare worker? She is. Oh, so hero. relevant. Hero. So a hero. Clap at 7 p.m. for her, guys. So 
I think uh, I wouldn't say it's out of the question because I think like we're we're judging, we're trying to take a t- trying to take trying to gauge like what a corporation will do when it like is kind of up against the wall, doesn't have enough enough content. This is relatively easy. Seems like it can mostly be like remotely done. Like maybe they just do less less complicated builds and whatever on the uh, the the, the uh, competitions and stuff. I don't know. I, I yeah. I would say it's a 51% chance BB22 happens this summer. Okay. I hope so. I really hope so. Well, guys, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Hey Jeff. It's been, you know, it's we talk about forever, but we also talk about what other pop culture stuff's on our radar like cats. And we hope you enjoy this journey with us. I mean, I think people like talking about Tiger King last week. Hell yeah. Um, please, you guys have been so great about it. Send us your comments and thoughts and questions throughout the week. It's so fun to be in contact throughout the year. Um, and we'll be back next week with a fresh episode. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. <laughs>